Let's Wait, see. does that say a lot about me? <laughs> that I would go for the nut first? <laughs> no. Like if I was like, a I mean, no, it does, but it doesn't say it doesn't say anything like negative one way. Or the you other. said the head. Go for the head first. I fig. Yeah, I was well because I'm. Um, it seems cleaner. <laughs> you know what the fuck you mean cleaner I don't know like the head no 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 no. it seems like a cleaner process to start from the tip yeah <laughs> that's alright that's as much as I was gonna really think that one through though I'm thinking about way too much now obviously yeah I think yeah. so this is a horrible <laughs> horrible beginning <laughs> I hope this all gets cut oh yeah no, no 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 it starts now Hey everybody, thanks for coming back to another episode of Donuts Is For Us. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's, uh, it's me, Andrew, here, and uh, I've got a special guest uh, on the podcast today. I know it's been Melissa and I uh, exclusively up to this point, but uh, today, for the first time ever, I'm able to bring uh, somebody else onto the podcast. I've known this guy for 26 years, we figured out earlier today. We did uh, the math. Some of the people who... Hopefully, come across this podcast already know and love this man. Some of you guys will fall in love with him by the end of this episode. Uh, here he is, my friend for, like I said, 26 plus years since second grade, Jonah, Jonathan Gutierrez. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. Yeah? Doing awesome. That was a badass intro. <laughs> I feel like a superhero now. Hey, man, I'm just trying to, just trying to give it that professional touch, and it's that's all the truth. Yeah, thank you That's for the donut the too. Oh yeah, man! It was really unfortunate. It was like shaped like, like a euphoric. Yeah, of the body. Yeah, I'm still debating whether or not to leave that part in or not. But we we had a, a debate here for a few minutes on on because the donut here it's one of those twist donuts and it sort of the way it came out, um, it's real thick on the bottom end, right? So it ends up kind of looking like a cock and balls. <laughs> exactly what it was. No fault of the donut maker. We got pictures. No fault of the donut maker, but it looks like a cock and balls. And Jonathan didn't know how to attack it because he couldn't even recall how do they do it, he said to me. Jesus Christ. And I was like, what do you mean, how do they do it? And he was like, girls. And I was just like, I I don't know. How do they do it to you, Jonathan? (laughs) They have different There's different ways of doing it. Yeah. Some are givers, some are not. (laughs) So, after much deliberation... He decided to begin with the taint. He started at the taint, I ladies did. and gentlemen. Fleshy fun bridge. I mean, that's the best part. That's a teaser. Wow. That's a lot to intake. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. Thank you for the donuts. And You yeah, thought man. I gave you a hell of an intro. <laughs> you just gave yourself a hell of an intro. <laughs> yeah, I'm that guy. No, yeah. I mean, uh, me and both have known each other for a very long time. I was like seven years old coming from San Francisco. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. That was a whole different transition. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and tell everybody the story that I know begins with apparently me being racist as fuck. How yeah, you hella didn't man. like me. Yeah, he didn't like me at all. <laughs> I asked him if he wanted to well, be my... So, to set it up, we met in second grade. Yeah, second grade at Dutcher Elementary School in Trillock. Yep. Here in good old Trillock town. Well, we're not here in Trillock. Well, yeah, we're in Newman now. We're but... in Newman, but... Yeah. Uh, 
So uh, I still I met... do everything in Turlock. Yeah, basically. Uh, I met him in second grade. I already knew this cat. Uh, our buddy Bless you, Funbridge. <laughs> yeah, I'll stop. Uh, no, I, uh, I met him the first time, and I asked him if he wanted to play, and he didn't want to play with me. But then, like, he just he just shrugged me off, like I was just like you know, like a fly off a off a turd, you know, it's whatever. And then later on, I saw him in the playground, and then I asked him, "Hey, you wanna... saying? you're talking about me?" Yeah, no. I was like. I was like, you want to you hang out? You're like, sure. Like, what the hell happened? Like, the whole time, like, the first beginning was just like, no. I so it sounds pretty clear that the first interaction was just a misunderstanding. Nah, dude. That was, <laughs> that was hateful as shit. <laughs> so so okay. the accusation is that the first moment we met, I was, I was racist as fuck, as you always put it throughout the years. I was racist and didn't like... You because you were Nicaraguan. I didn't go that far into it. Oh, that's what you. Well, that's been the story the last few years. Oh, I did that. That's what you say. <laughs> is that I didn't like you because you were Nicaraguan. And I am foreign. But you my, saw that today. But too. my other my other <laughs> friends, my other best friends at that time were Hawaiian and Mexican, and I didn't even have oh, any <laughs> other white friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I think I, just, I, think I was a dick. <laughs> now that you then, put it that then way, now, and then now that you said it, now you tell the story and you go, "Well, the first moment I interacted with you, you didn't want anything to do with me. Yeah, and then twenty nothing. minutes later, you were nice as hell." So. Yeah, but you say shut me out. You're like, no, nah, I don't want to play with you. I was like, man, that guy is hella racist. Yeah, well, <laughs> man, that's how the world works. I mean, this is it's a fair <laughs> assumption to make. I'll give you that. Dude, all I, I look, with was I, Asians. I look the part. <laughs> look at the guy. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I look like a Karen. Not like a yeah. I'm not like a big tough skinhead man. I just look like a Karen. I <laughs> I'm mistaken him for a Karen the other day. I saw him at the supermarket. Yeah, that did happen. We ran into each other. So this is our first time really getting to hang out for pretty much a year. Oh jeez, yeah, it's been so, that long. So yeah, so just the first kinda... time seeing Emery, I'm gonna cut him off because Emery is my new BFF. Yeah. I'm sorry. I already told him like you're demoted. Yeah, he's been running it down my throat. That that he that. We're not, <laughs> That's what she said. We're not, oh my god! As you Dude, talk about my up. baby, no, you <laughs> said that up running down your throat. Jesus Christ! Come on, mate. But anyways, you were saying that. Uh, yeah, no, Emery's. You know, probably besides my son Nathan, she's probably like the coolest kid I've ever met. God damn. <laughs> you done good, mate. Thank you, you done sir. Good. Thank you, sir. We yeah. still got to finish that handshake we got going on. Yeah, she started gonna, it, but she didn't want to finish it. She yeah. just got bored of me. I think she's she's grumpy when she gets up. You're a little brat. I was trying to get I don't care me. if she hears this in a few years. You're a little brat when you wake up. Man, I'm so happy for you and your family. Thank Everything you, you've accomplished. I mean, like, Lord have mercy, man. Thank you, dude. Well, I can't. I can't say that. I'm, I'm just trying to do this stuff with everybody, and it's not even just like a thing that me or or that even just like. I mean, it's not exclusive to just us. Just having fun with growing up. You know, you just gotta fucking start getting your shit together at some point, and, and, then, and then now it's like now now more than ever put a little podcast together. Now we got an excuse to talk some talk some shit for an hour, <laughs> hour and a half, and. Okay, well, oops. Uh, apparently, in the middle of us talking there for a second, the computer decided to bug out. It didn't even stop recording. It just 
decided to make a stupid ass fucking noise that hovered over the top of this this recording there. It so. took a shit on itself, yeah. pretty much. So okay, so back back to it. We we were talking about I guess as far as the recording goes, we got stopped at um, hanging out in Daenerys' kids. But basically, the the point is we started to go down the road of how in junior high we um, were sitting around a Spanish class and yep. all as a group. Um, decided our musical decided what instruments we would play because not a single one of us had any experience at playing any of them Um, and so I think like initially I had wanted to be a drummer Um, I signed up for guitar you signed up for guitar we were all like putting our names in a hat or whatever like and then we knew that we were going to have to go home Matt that was the other guy that was sitting with us. Oh, he became a drummer. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Because he was sitting. Okay, so so that was the the so those are the five of us. Was... It was like five or six. Oh, was it maybe Wiley, uh, Steve too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because then... he became the bassist. Steve, Steven, and then Salty, I wasn't even in your band. I wasn't even all the first. All the more tragic. <laughs> Wait. Was... Yeah, I didn't come in till. Uh... Wiley but weren't you Steven sitting there out. when we were trying to pick our instruments? Yeah, I was. Okay, I, w- I ended up ending in a different band. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> With older people. <laughs> wow, maybe I am racist. Oh no! <laughs> no, I think I was just. <laughs> I forgot to mention I'm colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> so. I thought that I was going to be a drummer, and then that wasn't going to work out after I had that conversation with my parents, because um, they were like, no, you can have a guitar, because you can plug that in, and then you can turn the volume down to one. <laughs> hey, it was efficient at the time. Yeah. Very efficient. Very efficient. Very efficient. Okay, yeah, I'll take what I can get. Hell and, yeah, we did. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, so we all started playing music just, like, by decision. Like, it wasn't really, like, none of us got inspired by... What were we inspired by? What was our favorite? My inspiration was my uncle. Yeah? My uncle. They were always listening like Faith in the Morning and shit like that. Okay. And then he so also... he was had... introducing you to all this... Yeah, awesome he was already in kid. high school. And he was already like introduced like playing with people. Yeah. As a singer. And I just saw that. And then you guys already talked about... Mine was my neighbors. They, they were showing me all of the like... They showed me Static X... Wisconsin Death Trip, um, Corn. I'm not sure if Follow the Leader was out yet or if it was uh, the first two. Um, but like all of that stuff, all in the same. Like I was getting it injected into me like over yeah. a very short time frame. Half of these albums were had already been out for a while, and I was just now being opened up to anything beyond just B93 radio shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell like. And, uh, and so, yeah, so we were, like, super nerding out over the, the possibility of starting a band. Nobody knew how to play shit yet. Nothing. But, but we <laughs> Not somehow committed to that, just that decision. Yeah. And that was something that ended up really cementing friendships for decades to follow. I think it's pretty much for life, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> blood in, blood out. Vatos locos for life. Yeah. <laughs> like, straight up. I don't claim anything. That's stupid. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is, this, that's a good movie. If you, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> but no, yeah, uh, yeah, music brought us a lot together. I mean, shit, man. 
you became like a friend, more like family now. Yeah. And actually, you are a family. And what the yeah. fuck mean now? <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys are family. Like, you know, all of my other music brothers are too. You know, they're not just music brothers. It's just well preparated, you know, and they're, we're good. But yeah, dude, growing up back then, we had no right sources. Like, we didn't have like YouTube or anything. Yeah. We started off like cold cut. <laughs> Oh yeah, you mean like as far as um, knowing how to how to start off, like how to yeah, present exactly. yourselves or whatever, how to present ourselves? Yeah, yeah, we were just we just started. I think we were just trying to do our best to like make stuff that sounded a lot like Slipknot and like stuff like that, like that first <laughs> Big album. Influence, yeah. yeah, and uh, and um, and we like I mean, Salty was probably like the most talented out of all of us is like just as a guitarist like yeah he was because because i because i would be inclined to say that we were really just kind of like a jam band like we didn't take it ever like super professionally but like out of all of us like i mean fuck, dude that guy can just sit there and just like without even looking just be like that was all over the neck i always ask him like what would you do is just lock yourself in a room when i did that and yeah that's that's all you have to do is lock yourself in a room and he would burn your shit he'd come over and fucking spend the night when we were like kids just like hanging out he'd come over he'd be on the other side of the room just playing the riff over and over again while i would try and come up with lyrics Exactly. And that's exactly how, like, a lot of weekends went while a lot of other fucking people were, like... Partying. <laughs> yeah, course. like, we were just hella dorking out on fucking metal music. <laughs> and this was a young age. Like, we are like... What was... I was in a band with uh, Sapphire Energen in, like, eighth grade. But you guys started All The More... Was that, what, what year did you guys start All The More Tragic? Well, we started first the... Um, it was called like Drain Attriment, I think. Yeah. And I was with Ringwater. Steve as the. With, so he was the singer, and I was the guitarist with Salty. Backup vocalist, too, by the way. Well, no, I wasn't any of that at first. And then what happened was, is we were just trying to come up with this. There was something that I couldn't. I really wanted to try and get my point across. And that's what we were talking about earlier, but the computer froze up, I think, for that yeah. segment. But like. Yeah, but like I knew I was going to embarrass myself, but I was like, just give me the mic and let me show you kind of what I'm talking about. And I fucking did this like. I still have that. I have that little scratch track. It's like two songs. I still have that. And then like Salty's sister and mom came up and they were like. They came. They they ran up from downstairs. Remember, and they were like, "What the hell was oh, that?" Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I freaked out. What the fuck is oh, going on? Somebody just going crazy. <laughs> oh my god. And then that was the moment when I was like, "Oh, I think I could maybe do that." Like the moment you strike fear into somebody's heart. <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> I didn't realize. No, I didn't know that's what I did. Oh no, you did. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so that so that was the beginning of that was like the beginning of all the more tragic because then we started making some changes and you'd moved over to drums at that point. Salty was kind of the sole guitar player. 
I ended yeah. up just being vocals and then you were on bass and then that was that initial all the more tragic lineup basically. Yeah. It was then, rainwater on drums. Yeah. You vocals, salty on guitar and And that was still like a that was going into high school. I think that was like going into freshman year was when we had that set up. Was it? Because that was because then I, I don't think it was until the yeah, because I don't think that we were playing shows until we were at Pittman. And that was the next year. No, year before later. that. Really? Yeah, it was. It must have been freshman year. Because Pitt really did the ground with Matt on drums. Oh, I know that. Yeah, but, it must have been freshman year. Oh, because did he not come over to Pittman? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, so then... That was a whole transition. Okay, so then freshman year of high school is when we started playing shows. Yeah, exactly. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So then that's when, so that, that the, the final lineup was, no, that's not, that's not the case. What? Because you only played one show as Base, a bassist. Yeah. But we didn't meet our full-time bassist until we were at Pittman. I didn't meet, I didn't meet, um, Pat, Pat until I was a sophomore. That's when I was in, her, in, was in, a uh, in fucking, what's it called, Cypher Indigen. Yeah. That's when I was in that transition, too. So it had to be sophomore year when we finally started playing shows and stuff. Damn. And that's when, yeah, so then we spent freshman year, like, learning the actual, trying to learn our instruments and, like, write songs and everything yeah. like that. We must have spent that whole year doing that. I played that. a show with Cypher, and that was back in the day. I mean, we even had Ricky as a bassist. I was the guitarist at the time. And it was it was really weird. It was like, yeah. <laughs> like how do I have like this gnarly ass bass a badass drummer like Brandon Nicholson, Arnaldo and uh, Alvaro singer? I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Coming from playing bass, just going straight back to what I wanted to do was guitar. Yeah. And then I just gave up guitar and started playing drums. Because I mean I'm all right at guitar, but <laughs> have you? Yeah. Do you still pick up guitar now? Yeah, I do okay. actually. I love guitar. But uh, I love piano more than any instrument, though. Yeah. yeah piano, right. I'll go ape on that. But. Yeah. Okay, so then, so in the timeline of things, so now here we are, we're getting into, we're in high school, we're freshman, sophomore year, we're starting to play shows as all the more tragic. Um, yeah, a lot of shows. Well, yeah, it was kind of a I mean, it was definitely a lot for, like, high school kids. Yeah, I, we're like, kiddos, dude. But, um... But yeah, I mean, we met a lot of a lot of fun friends and stuff like that. And then there's, I feel like, a really cool place to get into and explore. Because then, to be honest, we not like not drifted apart in terms of like how we saw each other, but we just didn't hang out as much for like a lot of years there. It was a couple of years, yeah, that yeah. happened. So what was going on? Then, after all the more tragic kind of broke up, that was like right when high school was over, right? Yeah. We played our last show, like I think a few months after we graduated high school. And then what so, yeah. What happened after then? What Did you join any musical projects after that? I tried out for uh, this gnarly band we actually played with, all the more tragic, at the Daily Grind and Trillock. Um, it was uh, something that died. They eventually became APRE. They were signed by Metal Blade. Nice. Um, I tried out for something inside, but then I, I accessed that job position, and then like a week later, they said they broke up. But then two remainder uh, members took that over, and then just 
went with the apiary. And, oh, okay. Continuing that name. So I was left with nothing. And then um, my uncle Arnaldo uh, and his brother George worked with this guy named Raymond Rodriguez. And you yeah. all know Ray. Hell yeah. What's up, Ray? Straight up. That's my homie. I but, miss uh, you. Straight up. <laughs> but uh, no, um, yeah, he introduced me to him. He goes, hey, my nephew plays drums and, you know, you want to jam out? We jammed out in this, like, shatty, like, it was a creeper garage <laughs> in the back of my grandparents' uh, property. And, oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so, where we jammed. Exactly. Yeah. Where we jammed before as all my drives as kids because, you know, we had no other, other place to go. We yeah. wanted to be crazy and scream metal. There's no place in Turlock to do that. What better place <laughs> than a house across the street from your public library? Yeah, hey. <laughs> Y'all complain we're there. We're still there. <laughs> we we beat you. <laughs> I should get a gold star for that. Fuck yeah, man! Remember gold stars? Shit. Hell yeah! Oh, Kindergarten, shit. miss you. Anyways, uh, so now I started jamming in her honor, and um, well, yeah, that's, that's where I went through for a few years, and went with uh, started jamming with TJ, and then uh, we wanted to like reminisce our old backpacks. A few years later, and then uh, we had the privilege of working with both of you over here and writing, rewriting some old tracks and recording them. And then, yeah, this dude did magic, and we we're just oh, we're you're so talking smart. about you're talking about just a couple years ago. The yeah, the oh, okay. track. So yeah, so that's okay. So we're going through your whole fucking timeline real quick. Yeah, man. I went. I, wanted to be, <laughs> I didn't want to be around the bush. Just push it out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So then that's. Okay, so so after high school, you were in how many total projects, though? Oh, shit. Like, um, even if you don't necessarily remember all the names, was it like three? I, you've been, least, I mean, you've been in a lot of different Yeah, I was groups. in at least like you're six probably, or seven. Yeah, you're probably the... Oh, wow, okay. Cause, yeah, because yeah, I would guess that you're... I wouldn't have even thought it was that many, and I still thought that you were probably the most like traveled out of like... Or, or seasoned or however you'd put that like you'd kind of been in the most different lineups or whatever oh yeah I couldn't definitely. remember all the names of like what they, everybody called themselves at those various times but I've been in a lot of groups Inner Honor Phantoms 15 yeah um, there you go that's one I couldn't remember Phantoms yeah. 15 uh, I worked with people Phantoms like, in 15 that's what it was Phantoms I forget. Actually. Oh shit! <laughs> it's been so long. I was with TJ and uh, Ray. That was gnarly shit. I love that shit. Um, yeah. No, uh, I did a lot of. I, I worked with Guy Johnson too. I worked with. Um, yeah, that guy. The whole group of another amazingly talented no, vocalist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, I worked with uh, a lot of great locals, and not just that. They inspired me when I was younger. I was so happy. During the times when we were playing as young kids, I would be allowed to their like meat locker rooms and stuff. They used to practice in like as this group name another and Yes. I used to actually was allowed to go in there and witness, you know, goddamn magic. Like So there was this band that played uh just to like paint the picture there like I mean you wanna talk about like metal as fuck. The there most was, local talent there was. Yeah, probably like the most talented local band at the time. They used to practice just in a meat locker. 
Yeah. You have to literally Corcus walk through the refrigerated <laughs> section with all of the uh, meat hanging uh, to get through to the room that they jammed at, and it just felt like the coolest thing in the world to be a part of. <laughs> oh, it was. Be- oh man, if you ever got back there, like you, I felt like I made it at that time. Yeah, yeah, you felt like you were in the the coolest green room that you could possibly be in. You know what I'm saying? Like color had to go with red because there was a lot of like. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, but that's not. (laughs) I hate your. (laughs) But no, it was it was great. Like it was uh, because these guys had a ton of connection. Not just that, the most talented freaking I've ever met in my entire life, and still are. And I'm glad that I've actually worked with them in my time life. But uh, at the time, as a kid, to see that and then be inspired by that, like I always wanted to. Bring that to my homies that we were growing up with, like, hey, let's try to, like, get better and just do this. And the more practices, the more shows, it was just, it was gnarly work. Yeah, so you continued to play shows with all of these these bands. These, these yeah. guys were, so, what kind, what was, like, the biggest show that you think you've done? <laughs> I think that's all more tragic. Really? <laughs> Which one? Headlining Steppa. <laughs> Oh, that was okay. So that was like that. Yeah, that was one of our biggest moments. Like personally, yeah. That was, oh, it was the biggest show I've but, done. But yeah, like yeah. What was like the biggest show that you? I mean, well, that that's a good enough answer, really. Yeah. Doing I mean, doing that step of show was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think we that was like a week afterwards. Uh, did they grind shut down because yeah. the fire department? That was the beginning of the end for all of that stuff. Was yeah, because it was they, like. Got the tired of us. Movie theater people were complaining. The restaurant <laughs> the riffraff hanging out outside. Hey, lamppost on this lamppost, <laughs> man. <laughs> okay, so, but outside of all the more tragic, what do you think the biggest uh, show was that you had, you did in those in uh, We did this uh, show with Inner Honor, or was it, no, it was Phantoms in 15. We were playing with Tommy Golden, and he was playing in another group, and it was with the Fat Cat. Ooh, it was a really a good fat show. cat show. Sounds yeah. pretty big. That sounds pretty dope. I've that, never even been there. What? No, I've never even stepped inside. I've, I've seen pictures, but I've never been in that. Wow, place. God. Yeah, I had a burger for every time I've been there. <laughs> if you I what? Mean, <laughs> ten cents fatter. <laughs> Marty Chubby. If I had a burger for every time I'd be in there, I'd have six fucking burgers. <laughs> God, I want so many. Burgers. <laughs> I gotta get burgers over. No, Fat Cat. Uh, yeah, it was a good show. I think it was uh, a breast cancer awareness. So they're like doing like a, they're painting boobs and putting them on a on a <laughs> on a palette, and they put them up, and there was like black light and stuff. So wait, do like, you mean they were painting people's boobs, or they were painting boobs on people? Well, they're painting the, <laughs> like the color on like color, like paint on boobs, and they press them on to like. No, square plates. Okay. They posted them up before the show. Like, it's breast awareness. I'm like, dude, breast you, could awareness. Do, you could do this, like, a whole different way. I'm like, I don't give a shit. This is awesome. Make sure everybody's aware of breasts. Yeah, hey, breasts. We all matter. <laughs> all breasts matter. All breasts matter. Hashtag that. And just write my name down. Okay. No, but either way, no, that was probably the best show because it was gnarly because we had Tommy down. 
And uh, he was working with his group. I forget what they were called at the moment, but he wore our shirt, Phantoms in 15. Nice. On stage. And I was like, cool. oh, shit, dude, because we opened right before them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, that was dope. Like, that was like a gnarly shit. That's Besides awesome, that, man. all of them are tragic, dude. Steppa, and then we played with Something Must Die. Yeah. Which was a band I tried out for for yeah. a long time. They were from the Bay Area? Right, San Jose area. Yeah. yeah, I went to that. Studio I remember those guys there. were really cool. Those guys were fucking gnarly. It went a metal blade too. I'm like, wow, damn, that must be nice. Yeah, too bad he cut me. <laughs> that's all right, man. That's all right. I mean that that's one of those weird things though. Like, what do you think? Do you really? I mean, do you think you your life would be where you'd want it to be though? When I look at all of my favorite bands and what they've had to put up with just to have the amount of success that they have achieved, which you could argue is like not what they deserve at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like it's only ten percent of what you would think they have earned. Not even just like money wise, but just in terms of respect and notoriety in the music world. How do you think things would have gone if you had been picked up by a, a a real touring band, but like a band that one of these bands that not not one of these specific bands, like not to call anybody out, like because yeah. I haven't followed anybody to see where they've ended up or anything like that, but just in general, like do you think that you would like where you're at if you ended up being a professional musician? Absolutely not. Really. I actually had the opportunity uh, with a group. Uh, I was supposed to go on tour with a pretty good group. We grew up in high school, Faw. I was uh, going to be like the opener for that tour. Okay. But I gave it up because I had personal issues at the time. And then looking back, if I would have gone on that tour, yeah, dude, I would not be here at all. Yeah, you think Yeah, that's what I worried about. Yeah. It it actually, like, it, it makes you humble in a sense. Like, to know that you did a good choice, even though you're giving up the best thing and the only thing you have is music. For me, it was at the time. I mean, that's all I had. But then I had my kid. I was like, oh, yep, nope, yeah. <laughs> I'm done. You gotta, you gotta choose, and I chose the best thing. So. Oh no. yeah. So then, so so yeah, we're kind of jumping all over the place here. So, in this storyline, we haven't mentioned yet that oh, at so what at what age did you have your son? Ooh. Uh, it was 2011, so I was like, what, 24? Okay, yeah, so you're kind of in your mid-20s at that point, and yeah. then that was, so that was when music... I gave up. That's when you hung up pursuing music at yep. at this, like, Absolutely. you know, at the rate that you were. Even though I'm, like, against, uh, I don't fully agree with my son's mom, but I agreed with her in that case, like, continue to play music and yeah. play shows. It's not really a life father thing to do because you gotta you know you gotta put food on the plate yeah it's sense. <laughs> it's the first thing like i think that's one of the things that has always made me hesitate um taking music stuff to that next level is being worried that i'm the guy who's like babe the band's gonna make it just fucking give me give me another chance you know what i mean like i don't want to be be, yeah (laughs) oh shit (laughs) i don't want to be putting all my eggs in that one basket and acting like that's what defines me is this thing that you 
could always just do and not show anybody. Like exactly, it is something that could just always be a hobby. It feels it always has felt a little silly to kind of like expect that to become a profession. Well, when we were younger, it was always perfect for us because I mean we were young. I mean, for us, we did it as a young age because we played the shows we wanted to. We were out and we exposed ourselves. Uh, like, <laughs> I, not like that. I mean, I did streak. Wait, a you lot. were exposing yourselves? Oh, yeah, I streaked a lot. I streaked a lot of young age. We were playing shows when we were seventeen. So yeah, no, I'm saying like, I streaked a lot. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, like we we wanted to play shows and we got the shows we wanted to because we were so. You heard late. it here, folks. First, folks. Yeah, dude. I'm, you heard it here, folks. Am I still? That's that's when you know I've had an entire Mike's harder cranberry. <laughs> Shit gonna fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, no, I mean, besides streaking, <laughs> we played every Which I show. never did. <laughs> I did a lot. For sure, a lot of people have pictures. Sorry. Right. And I was never present for. I think you were there a few times. No, <laughs> I've never seen you naked. <laughs> you probably were backed out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Either way, too much information. Podcast just got. Deep. Yeah, I've <laughs> way too long. <laughs> but now I'm uh, playing. Uh, I forgot where I was going with the train of thought. Now you got naked around me. Is what you were talking about? Yeah, I was streaking. <laughs> where did that go? I don't know, man. Where did streaking come from? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Either way. No, we were talking about how that the the lifestyle isn't for us like trying oh yeah to exactly yeah. so I can't be a father and be streaking fuck what kind of father would I be <laughs> dude Nathan, I saw your dad's dick down on gear I'm like what <laughs> yeah no I'm not gonna do that but uh, I, I was really uh, you know obnoxious and a young kid we had a lot of fun and then we still could do that because we now have home studios now we're capable of doing isn't that cool everything we want oh it was amazing like, things are I mean if I mean yeah we just got done saying like oh man our lives would probably get fucked up if we ended up being like these professional musicians at, at, once we got out of high school but if we could do what we can do now out of high school that's exactly what would have happened to us exactly I mean, 100% <laughs> We just like, but maybe we would, but maybe we wouldn't have, like, maybe we wouldn't have toured and stuff. Maybe we would have just done this, and then we would have been safe from all of the STDs and all of the heroin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We would have been safe from a lot of things. I remember like being like thirteen or fourteen, playing my first show. And this father comes up. He was like, we were opening for like a stick murder or something like that. And they're like, hey, you want a beer? I'm like, and my dad's right behind me. I'm like, shaking my head yes, but saying like no out loud. Like, I would have totally taken it if my dad was a jeer. Like, yeah. He a dick. <laughs> like, can I ask me when he went and took my snare back to the van? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Fucking time this out better. I'm like, I would have totally chugged that, you fucking 46-year-old head. <laughs> Don't you know how to offer beer to underage kids, you Jesus, bastard? Jesus, do your job better. You have candy in a van? Come on. <laughs> Please and thank you. I can't really be the first one. Honestly, <laughs> I think I saw skulls in the van. I'm just playing. <laughs> wow. So you've done way more 
you you're you're kind of like as far as your track our track records go you're way more of like the career musician than i am i would call it career i mean i did give it up because i mean we're both parents now i mean we bring well you up. gave up trying to pursue it professionally but you didn't give it up no i you mean still i'm still play. gonna play um, yeah i, I want to write uh <laughs> some new <laughs> some new material with this guy over here yeah, I mean, we cool. obviously uh, grew up together. Our first, one of our main biggest groups together was All More Tragedy. So I thought like we should remix uh, some of the songs a lot of people will remember and know by word. And I, I think that we could do that because Salty, like we mentioned earlier, he's exactly. getting back into this. I don't remember if that's something that got cut up. Was that part of the thing that got frozen? I don't frozen? think we have talked about Salty because that was the part that got frozen. Yeah, up, huh? I think so. Yeah, fuck, man. Hey, man, we went on a whole big thing, like, saying all kinds of fucking awesome stuff about you, and then that seems to be the part of the, the podcast that just got deleted here. Yeah, no, so you're cool, Beans, man, and uh, we've been noticing you've been, like, playing again. And I'm really excited to be working with you, dude. Like, super excited. I'm, I can't wait for you to... No, no pressure, but hella pressure. Send me that music. Yeah, no, don't give him any room to breathe. There's hella pressure. Yeah, there's, <laughs> Yeah. Come on, step your game up, son. <laughs> no, you are. <laughs> you're, you're doing great. And we all have, we're all grown up. We've got experience now. So we all could benefit from one another. And it'd be cool to rewrite and master some stuff we grew up as teenagers doing. Yeah. And it'd be cool to apply that all into one track. Not like a tool song that gets twenty minutes long. <laughs> like yeah. I got five. Just a track. nice three and a half minute. Oh yeah, let me just duck it down a minute and a half. Yeah, let's do radio that. friendly. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> can do that. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely, it's gonna be fun. And um, no, I'm just so thankful to even be here. I mean, shit, and this is awesome. And salt, you're gonna be a good part of a. Uh, Again, of our, our experience of learning music. Cause yeah, we're, we're basically dragging you back into a band, whether you like it or not. I know much that. Pretty a project. Uh, that, I mean, that just happened over the last 45 seconds. Is I think Absolutely. We'll, we I already decided. signed your name on the contract. Yep. I'm writing up the paper. I'm going to notarize gonna bring it. A, I'm going to LegalZoom.com right after we stop recording this podcast. I'm going to get it all set up and mailed to you. How do you want to finish this? Oh, I don't know. I mean, uh, okay, so... So, you know, we, we basically went over your, your, your timeline here as, as a musician. Uh, we, we touched on briefly and then backed up. But, like, we, we touched on how a few years ago we all kind of got to reconnect. Not all of us, but some of us got to reconnect because you redid those tracks with... Oh, got back together with all In Her Honor. Yeah, that's right. Which, uh, so, I mean, big shout out to Ray and Rick. Um, it's really go. fun to work with you guys. Ronaldo too. Yeah, and Ronaldo, and it and it's really like I, I really hope that some point down the line you guys still decide to get together again. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, and if you guys do, I will absolutely be here to freaking record more stuff for you guys. Because yeah, like your guys' stuff is super super fun to listen to. Thank you. That's like um that's like a super group for me. Yeah. Because I remember playing with Ricky when I was like. Not playing with him, playing music with Ricky. <laughs> when I was like 12 years old or something, I was on guitar. And then uh, Arnaldo was a vocalist, and then we had Alvaro and Brandon Nicholson on drums. And I yeah. was just aimlessly just writing whatever the hell. 
And I, I actually don't remember any of that crap. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But uh, no, uh, yeah, they did. They came up. Uh, we both all came up with the idea of rewriting and remastering some of our old songs. And both of you had the equipment to fucking record it and make it sound beyond epic. And we were blessed to have that opportunity. All so I did was just fun. cycle through presets. I'd be like, do you guys like this one? You guys like this one? You guys like this one? No, you <laughs> had the patience with us as well. Because recording and being an engineer is not fun. It's, it's really a Well, it's not fun if the music sucks. But luckily, that was not the case. Oh, that's so sweet. So that that's why I, that's why I mentioned that it would be fun to to do some stuff with you guys again if you guys ever decide to do it. But you people can technically right now they can find was it two or three tracks? That we I believe we finishing? had two tracks. That's on we YouTube. Yeah. yeah. So you, people could find in her honor on YouTube. What tracks what were the names of those songs? Uh, Emerald and um, oh lordy, I can't remember the other one. But it you'll see it in the link right below. Uh, they're under the name Dying Arcade, which yeah. is Raymond's uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, so channel. they're on Ray's uh, YouTube channel. You guys can check out that stuff. They're super, super dope tracks. And um, He made them, by the way. He helped us engineer and record them, so they're dope because of him. I sat at a chair, <laughs> and, and I hit a space bar, and then when they were done, I hit a space bar again, and then I was like, hey, great job. <laughs> this guy. You guys want some more reverb slapped on that bitch? <laughs> That's tracks. what separates me from the other guys. <laughs> no, man, working with both these always a privilege, man. Ever since a kid. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's really fun. Just, to, I mean, it was just fun to hang out with you guys, catch up again. Um, obviously, fun to help you guys put put music out. I do hope that you guys, you know, get together again. If not, it sounds like we might get together and try and put some stuff together and no that's not if we're probably gonna end up happen. roping everybody else in to it anyways and trying to we've been for like was like a decade we've been talking about how cool it would be to kind of do like this bring everybody from the valley together to yep. do like a whole we sat down and talked about that a while go ago. back to those new metal roots from like the late 90s bring back early Panic from and just go to town man that would be that would that would Pretty much be it. Um, and it's possible. We could do it. But yeah. with the whole quarantine shit going on, it's just... Yeah, well, that that, that well that makes it more difficult. But like we were saying earlier, with the, the way things are now, where you just email each other files, you just make sure you're using some of the same software. I also hope that they have the right software to work with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's communication involved with making sure that everybody's on the same page. But it's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> like That's going to be the plan for... I, I want to say, like... At least by I want to do something by Christmas. Okay, well there you go. You release would, something by Christmas. We said it. We said it. We said it on a recording. So now we have to. It's like the super group of the two hundred nine. That'd be cool. That's not There's, what I want to. Let's not name it that. No, that's not. That's not. That's not that. Super group of the two hundred nine. No, that sounds like a radio show. <laughs> not even a company anymore. So exactly why it sounds like radio show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's gonna happen. We're gonna do something really fun and. We hope that you guys just enjoy it. Because, yeah. I mean, that's what we're doing. We're enjoying ourselves. And, you know, hopefully everybody's, like, safe out there and, you know, doing what you got to do and just keep a smile. Keep on trucking, trucking on. Oh, yeah, man. Well, so is there anything else that you would like to plug in? Your album you just dropped, dude. 
Uh, absolutely. Thanks. Thanks, man. Yeah, you grab- find that crap and X of verse media, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, Jesus so Christ! Put out another little EP for Gravity Removed, like we were talking about earlier. That that kind of synth stuff. This this time around, I kind of decided to lean a little bit more, and it really is just a little bit more. It's still kind of like some experimental, kind of some ambient. There's some stuff in there that I wouldn't blame anybody for considering weird in a in a certain way but there's still a lot more this time a lot more synth wave and hip-hop in there and i really tried to like take a lot of the stuff that i used to get handed to me in high school from my friends which was like a lot of that underground nortenia rap and shit like that like a lot of that fucking yeah dude a lot of that like local underground rap music i forgot about that i tried to take all of these kind of synth wavy new retro vst instruments and try and apply 90s hip-hop to them so if anybody thinks that any of that sounds fun or interesting you can look up gravity removed either you know obviously go to exoversemedia.com and you can find all of the links there or you can find gravity removed on uh youtube instagram twitter all that kind of stuff Um, this guy's underselling it you guys just got you don't have to do it (laughs) it's just dope ass shit man thank you man i appreciate it my kid and my son is all about it he wants to come over here he wants to come over here i showed that sounds great he's like i want to do music i've got i've got another a track that didn't make the cut because i couldn't quite figure out like where to place it i well i couldn't figure out how to make it a full song because it was only like a minute and a half and i didn't want to just repeat what i had and i was like i can't figure out what what to do for like a bridge or whatever here so maybe i'll put that aside you can bring your son over. We're gonna see if we can figure it out together. Shit, we're about to mix some gold. That'd be pretty cool, right? <laughs> so he'd be so happy. Yeah. Nathan has been wanting to play with you, man. Well, I'm he all for to, it. He wants to record so bad. At Shout out to night, Nathan, dude. man. What's up, yeah, buddy? Straight up. What if up, you listen up? to this, I don't know if I don't know if you. Will I told Dio to get you in the studio. With your dad probably said earmuffs about ninety six thousand times throughout this uh, fifty five minute episode. But oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll just listen to the end. <laughs> <laughs> but. uh... But hey, man. Okay, so you know, I, I'm first of all, thank you for coming by, and thank doing you for this having me. I've been man. looking forward to this for a really, really long time. I'm glad that we can kind of get like the intro and your backstory out of the way, so that if you're, you come back on, which I hope which you I will, will. <laughs> then we can start getting into some really goofy shit and just kind of like we can come up with all kinds of wacky topics or we can start showing people some of the cool music that we're coming up with or who knows i know you've talked to me about a lot of ideas you've had for your own uh like sketch and podcast ideas you've had so if you end up wanting to start your own or whatever and we can mix in with this maybe a a buffet of shit yeah we can do stuff like that so we're gonna start writing jingles yeah oh yeah that's right we came up with some we came up with jingles so what was the first one about was it oh being racist as fuck oh yeah Oh wait! <laughs> Ra- racism in 2020. I forget how it went. This is racism in 2020. Yeah, we'll have to work. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll auto-tune that. I promise. Yeah. Uh, it was funnier in the car ride over. <laughs> oh, this is yeah. <laughs> Out of context, it's just completely. Like, these guys were just casually chatting about racism on the way to recording their podcast. That's a fact. Hey man. It's America. <laughs> wear a mask. Hands yeah. on the wear, wear a mask. Um, all right. Hey, so 
thank you everybody for listening um thank you jonathan for for being on here um do you have any uh handles on social media you would want to be uh, plugged on or tagged in or associated with this stuff in the I future i got an instagram jonasy jonasy j-o-n-a-s-e-y all right then i also have a facebook just jonathan gutierrez okay well, there's two of them my ex runs one of them unfortunately well, we'll just stick with the Instagram creepy. one because <laughs> Facebook is kind of like... I mean, Facebook is horseshit. I miss it? MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> I want my top eight. <laughs> yeah. But to me, it's like... I don't know. I don't have any fun on I don't. Facebook. I really don't. I, don't, I just... I YouTube skate videos yeah. all day. That's, if I'm on my phone, is that or playing... So Jonasy on Instagram and, exactly. and, and we'll, we'll tag you in, in the post and stuff when we, when we put this stuff up. And... Um, Fuck make sure yeah, you get man. that fucking EP. Uh, oh, thank you, dude. But make sure you plug into that shit. If you don't, well, then don't contact me. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, no, I'll still well, love you. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just looking forward to having you on here again, man. Uh, and, and thank you guys for listening. And we will uh, catch you next time. Have a good one. Thank you. Bless you, Fun Bridge.